go. Okay, welcome to Yoga Vision Studio. We're broadcasting live from the studio today. This is Salima, and today we have a guest teacher. This is Rochelle, and she's going to be teaching a Pilates class. We have an uh, enthusiastic group here at the studio and just about to get going, so thank you for being with us today, and let's do this. Welcome, Rochelle. Hey there. We're going to actually start standing today. We have quite a few props, a yoga strap, a yoga block, the gorgeous ball, which is part of the uh, role model repertoire, a therapeutic uh, ball to uh, mimic self-massage and do myofascial release. So we have the large inflated gorgeous ball, which is about six inches big, and then we have the small original size role model ball that we'll be using. It's uh, made of rubber, and it's amazing because it's very grippy. Um, if you don't have one, you can always substitute with a tennis ball, but they're not as grippy, so it's not exactly the same. You can always check out uh, yogatunip.com if you'd like to purchase any of uh, these, these products. But ladies, we're going to grab the small, original size rubber role model ball and start to work into the feet today. So the ball comes underneath the right foot. We'll start to roll through the sole of our foot, working with the arch from toe to heel. And think of moving from each toe to the calcaneus, the bone that is the heel. Massaging through these tissues. So if you have any issues like plantar fasciitis or um, a bunion or knee issues, it's really good to treat your feet. And then take the ball to the calcaneus. So that's the heel bone. The ball will be right underneath your heel. And you can take the ball of your foot and your toes down to your mat. Push into the ball and do a little shaky stiletto. So we're just going to wiggle the foot here, toe down onto the ground, and massage into those tissues. Bring the ball now to the center of your foot. Give the ball a twist. So it's like you've just crushed a pop can, and then you're twisting it here into the middle of the foot. Beautiful. And then we'll bring the ball just behind the toes to the ball of the foot itself. Drop your heel down to the ground and then rock your ankle in and out. The ball will trace the ball of the foot from the big toe mount towards the baby toe mount. And this movement is called inversion and eversion. It's important to get our joints moving into every range of motion. That's medicine for our body. Every range of motion, every direction of movement every day if possible. So we're treating the ankle right here. Now we'll bring the ball a little bit forward. So it's still just behind the toes. Wrap your toes around the ball like a bird on a wire, trying to grip the wire and hang on. Here's the fun part. We're going to do a little uh, brain gym action. Think about lifting that big toe off of the ball and keeping the other toes wrapped around that wire. I know, it's kind of, some people are very talented and their uh, neuron, their neural pathways very clear and you can pick up a big toe. Not me, not yet. I keep working at it. Lovely. And then take the ball, the foot off of the ball and stand here for a moment, close the eyes and proprioceptive how your right foot is feeling. Compared to your left, it might feel maybe flatter or just notice. Beautiful. Please open your eyes and we'll take it to the other side. So the ball traces the foot from the big toe to the calcaneus and then all to the other toes, plowing the ball through these tissues. Put your weight on there and really get things moving. So some of the balls have been worn in a little bit. And some of the balls are brand new, so they're going to be a little firmer. We have brand new ones, 
yeah, I see it. It's like, uh, I think yours is a little worn in. Yeah, it's nice. Good, it's nice. <laughs> Bring the ball to the calcaneus, your heel, and do that cheeky stiletto, pushing down and wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yes. Fantastic. So I was working with one client, and he's essentially numb in his body from the knee down. Wild, eh? Um, sorry, bring the ball now to the middle of the foot, crush the pop can, and twist that pop can into uh, the recycling, I'll say. I was going to say the ground, but that's not very nice, so the recycling. Yeah. So he's been working with the balls now, and he's getting, um, he's noticing that there's much less swelling in his knee, and he's increasing proprioception, which is amazing, because there's a little, they call it the second heartbeat. Let's bring the ball now to the ball of the foot. Press the gas, your heels on the ground, press the gas and let your uh, the ball trace from baby toe to big toe. So in our calf, there's like a second pulse to send the blood back up. And not just the blood, but other fluids back up to the body. So it's not just our heart that shoots uh, blood out, it's also a little uh, like a diaphragm in the in the soleus gastroc area. And that's what he's been working with. So it's very encouraging. We're going to drop the toes down and wrap them. We're on wire here, wrapping the toes around the ball. So the ball is just behind the crease of the toes. Here's where we test our brain and try and lift that big toe. Hmm. You might feel and notice your hands are moving to try and pick up that. <laughs> I gotcha. So that's because the neural pathways, the, the toes and the hands, are right next to each other in the brain. And that's why we are trying to play marionette here with the toes. Lovely. Let's put that ball off to the side. So now that our feet are feeling awake, let's awaken our diaphragm from a standing position. Place your feet underneath the ASIS, the hip bones themselves. So not the external hips, but the internal bones of the hips. Figure 11 in those feet, making that digit. And now we'll wrap the thumbs around the back ribs. The fingers wrap around the front of your lower ribs here. Keep the ribs pointing down towards the pelvis, and then expand your diaphragm, taking your breath into the body. As you exhale, contract and hug the ribs in, taking your breath in and out through the nostrils. So we want to breathe in and out through the nose because our nose creates nitric oxide. It's a chemical that we need that actually prevents brain disease. So we're uh, managing the chemical composition of our blood, our brain, our lungs. So our breath is kind of a big deal. A very, very big deal. Breathing in and then contracting, hugging ribs in. And the next time you exhale, notice how you can engage your abdominal and back strength to keep the ribs coming in towards the middle of the line of the body. Keep your contraction now. So Weight at the back and the belly, but drop your hands to, towards the floor on your sides. Fantastic. So we're certainly going to continue breathing, but I'd like you to maintain that contraction. Lifting the arms wide, up at shoulder height, and then above the shoulders. The palms are facing forward. And instead of lifting your shoulder blades up towards the ears, depress the shoulder blades down and hug your side ribs in again, activating the serratus anterior. Please come to your tippy toes, lifting the heels off the ground, and test your balance. Let's swim through the arms, so the arms paddle, moving through space above the shoulders to try and throw you off balance. However, we regret with all of our abdominal strength and back strength, our 
torso is strong here, as we can imagine that we're swimming and paddling with those arms. Stay lifted and then hold the arms still right above your shoulders. Imagine you're gripping the sky and then pull the sky to the earth. The elbows drag down wide beside you. Activate your back strong. And then we open the palms, the fingers spread out, and we push the sky back up off the earth. Grab the sky, pull it down. How hard would you have to pull the sky to get it closer to the earth? Not hard. We can just pretend we're superheroes. It's all good. We are superheroes. We don't pretend we just are. Let's reach up. Fantastic. And exhale, pull down. You ladies are looking lovely on your toes here. We're straightening the arms back up above the shoulders. And we swim again. Moving the arms to challenge our balance here. See if you can paddle those arms a bit bigger. So we're moving the arms a little forward, a little back, and staying in place. It's just like if you're treading water and you're kicking your legs. That's what we're doing with the arms above the head. Hold the arms steady. Release your heels to the floor. Oh, thank goodness. Pull the sky one more time. Down inside you. The elbows drag through air towards the waist and then release the arms all the way down. Fantastic. Please take a, a turn towards the mirror and a broad, wide stance on your mat. Turn your toes out a little bit. We're going to get into uh, range of motion, lateral range of motion of the hips. Direction of movement. We bend into the right knee and then to, into the left knee. Continue to sway side to side and let your shoulders roll. So you're kind of flirting with the lady next to you. Hello. And getting those shoulder blades moving into their direction of movement. So we're affecting both the shoulder and the hip complex here. And then the shoulders may not move as much as we start to tip the torso down towards the ground and bring the hands to the floor. Continue to drive your knees right to left, side to side. Awesome. Staying in that fold, relaxing down. Perfect. Breathing here. Side to side. Please stay centered now and straighten through both of the legs here. Bring the hands to the hips and flatten your back so you're lifting parallel to the floor with your torso. Stay strong and invigorated through the back muscles, narrow through the waist, and then use the back strength, your leg strength, to lift the torso all the way upright to standing with wide legs. The toes are turned out, and we sink the hips down into a wide leg squat here. Hug a tree, the arms come in front of you. And from here, we're going to pulse the hips, drop down a couple of inches, and now push through your feet. So you very much want to have a sense of pushing the floor away from you. The spine is straight up vertical. The head is not in front of the chest, but rather above your heart. Looking good? Fantastic. Pulse it down, six, five, four, three. Hold the hips down to a lower wide-legged squat and lift the hands up above the shoulders. Open the arms wide at shoulder height and then hug a tree right in front of you once again. Pick that tree up, lifting the hands up above the shoulders. Open the arms wide and bring the arms in front. Hug that tree. Hold right here with the arms. Right heel lifts off of the floor and we pulse the hips down and up again. Again, it's not that gravity is pulling the hips down and you're not submitting to gravity. You're resisting gravity and very much pushing the floor away. Activate your leg muscles. 
doing this movement, so you may as well do it with some power and put some strength into those muscles here. Release the right heel to the floor and pause. Arms lift up above the shoulders. Open the arms wide at shoulder height and hug the tree once again. Here, hold that tree. Press your shoulder blades into your ribcage and hug the front ribs towards the shoulder blades behind you. Left heel lifts this time and we pulse. Hips are dropping down and lifting up. And again, it's all about the strength of the legs here. Push the earth away. Yes. Good. Pulse. Pulse. Press the shoulder blades forward to the ribcage and the ribcage back to those shoulder blades. Those front ribs hugging into the body. Four more pulses. Two. And hold both heels down. Hips drop in this squat with wide legs. Hands up above the shoulders. Open the arms straight out at shoulder height and hug that tree once again. Beautiful. Hold that tree. Lift both heels off the floor. One more circle through the arms. I said one. We're going to do another one. Challenge your balance. Lovely. And hug that tree. Relax the arms down, standing tall. And then step to the back of your mat. So one way to correct our posture, um, or actually to improve our health, is to engage through the back of the body more. So I'm going to go through a walking exercise here. You can change your walk, and then you're changing the muscle composition in the body. Take the right foot forward, just like you're going for a stroll, and lift the back heel off of the floor. So your left leg is an extension behind your hip. As the left heel lifts, push into the ground and feel a squeeze all the way up to the glutes. You can feel that. That's awesome. So imagine if every step you took was a glute repetition engagement. It'd be like doing a billion squats a day, right? Let's take the left foot in front of the hip. Rock the left right heel, sorry, off of the floor. Push the floor away. Feel the squeeze in the right glutes. And then take the right foot to the top of your mat. Rock onto the ball of the left foot. And then bring your left foot to the top of your mat here. Fantastic. So that was our new walk. You're going to do that all summer. So yes, absolutely. Grab your yoga block and place it in between the thighs, just above the joint of the knee. We're going to work into um, essentially squats. So this is going to be a mechanically, biomechanically sound movement. Let's initially push down into the feet, and you'll feel how your adductors, your inner thighs, squeeze into that block a little more. From here, after pushing the feet down, keep the legs mostly straight and send your hips back, your chest forward. Then eventually bend into your knees when you cannot send those hips further behind you. And there is your squat. Bring the palms into prayer in front of the chest and maintain a neutral spine. Hug the front ribs in and the tailbone is not lifting up to the sky. It's pointing diagonally to the back edge of your mat. From here, full range of motion. Let's push through those feet, standing tall, drop the arms beside you. Singles here, reach the arms forward, chest tips forward, hips go way back, and then bend into the knees. Press back up to standing. Good. Going down. So balancing the strength of the quadricep muscles is very important for knee health. Take a look at your profile in the mirror. Just notice that your knees are not driving well forward over your toes, so we don't want them to go way forward. We want to keep those knees back. Some people, though, proportions mean that the toes are going to go a little bit forward, and that's depending on each individual. But most of us should be able to keep those knees way behind those toes. Beautiful. Let's drop down into this squat. Bring the palms back into prayer. 
push the floor away and the hips bounce up and down. So we're just moving a couple of inches here, pulsing. With your feet, also imagine that you're actually trying to tear the mat in half, right to left. Yeah, you can feel the activation of the more muscle there. Beautiful. So instead of sending the knees forward, just keep sending your hips back. And notice how you dig into that block with the inner thighs a little more as soon as you try to reach those hips back. That's exactly what we're looking for. We're, we have the full foot on the ground, but the toes are a little bit light. Four, three, two, come all the way up to standing. Remove the block here and we'll drop it up to the side. How are your legs feeling? Oh yeah, a little weight. Okay, good. <laughs> Working into a dynamic tree uh, movement. Staying strong through the back, press your shoulder blades to the ribcage. Strong on the left side especially, but don't lock your left knee. We want to use muscle for stability, not locking the joints for stability. The right foot lifts off of the floor. We're moving the hip into internal and external rotation. This right knee crosses the midline, goes towards the left side, and then open it out towards the right side. We just are dancing as we swivel the thigh bone within the coxal joint here, that hip socket. So internal and external rotation. We don't get this a lot, do we, in our daily movement when we go sit at a desk all day for work. So it's important, again, to wake up through the rotators in the hip. Perfect. So I mentioned moving through dynamic tree. We're going to hold the leg in front of the hip. Lift the knee all the way up as high as you can. Dorsiflexion in the ankle, toes right up towards your shin. Palms to prayer in front of the sternum. Take the knee to the right. Right knee widens to the side. Lift the knee higher. Very good. Bring the foot into tree momentarily. And then straighten the leg back down. Lift the knee up in front of the hip. Dorsiflexion in the ankle. Take this knee off to the right side. Squeeze it up higher. And find tree for a moment. Two more times. Continue. So flexibility is nice, right? But it's not very worthwhile unless we have strength to meet that flexibility. And that's exactly what we're doing here, not using our hands to position our tree. Once you find this tree pose, please pause and get strong again into the back. Strong through the glutes. Steady your mind to find your balance. Easier said than done on some days. Hands return to your hips, elbows wide. Let's take this right leg behind us and then diagonally out to the side with pointed toes, soft in the standing knee. We touch the toes down and squeeze the leg up. So pulsing down and up, working into the glutes, the hip here. We try to stay mostly upright as we squeeze into the glute medius, maximus. Yes, lovely. For two and one, hold the leg just off the floor and rotate it now. So we're rotating not at the ankle, not at the knee, but right up at the hip. Reverse that circle going the other way. Three and two and release. Oh my goodness, how's that left leg feeling? Funny that we're working the right leg, but the left leg's hurting too. There you go, that's the left leg we're depending on for stability, so it was working just as hard. Get strong behind you. Press the right shoulder blade towards the ribcage. Hug the front ribs to that shoulder blade. And push the floor away. Then soften the knees. Keep the squeeze in the glutes. We lift the right left foot, sorry, switching to the side. Lift the left foot off the ground. Left knee crosses the midline to the right side. And then external rotation to the left side. Continue to swivel 
your femur inside the hip socket of muscle joint, yes. So you can feel free to move your whole body now as you dance. Yes. Internal, external. So really guide the knee across and open. Bring this knee all the way up in front of the left hip. Hands can go anywhere that feels good for you. Now, dorsiflexion the foot. Make sure you're not sending the hips forward. Keep your hips back underneath the shoulders. Let's now take this left knee wide to the side. Lift the knee higher. Feel the hip flexor engage. And then place the foot into tree on the standing leg and straighten down. Knee rises up in front of the left hip. Open the knee wide and place that left foot on the straight right leg in tree pose and straighten the left leg down, releasing it out. Lift the left knee in front, open the left knee to the side, tree briefly. This is our last one. We're going to hold that tree pose. Beautiful. Pausing here, the palms will come into prayer. It's strong through the back line of the body. The muscles behind us are often slack or compressed. Can you imagine the poor bum? We sit on it for hours. It needs to be fluffy and strong, but yeah. So we're taking this left leg behind us and a bit out to the di to diagonal. Soften the standing leg. Let's lift this left leg up and down. Squeeze into your glutes. Hands can go anywhere you like exactly. Hips, stay in prayer, whatever works for you. But we must stay strong and long through the spine here so that we're not compensating by leaning too much to the right side. Four, three, two. Pull that leg in a lift and circle. Rotate from the hip socket here, pointing the toe. Reverse the leg. Rotate the other way, please. Three, two, and one. Oh my goodness. Now the right leg is really feeling it. So we've got both legs that are feeling uh, alive. <laughs> Please grab your yoga blanket. So we have the blanket folded in a rectangle shape that's about hmm, a foot and a half. Big, about 14 inches on one side and about eight inches on the other. So this blanket folded is going to go on the right side of your mat exactly. The left foot is going to be on the mat itself. We're moving into one. Um, yeah, however, 